This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, good afternoon. It's our open line program and we hope you'll join us. 360-676-5464 is our phone number here on KGMI Connects. Whatever's on your mind, we want to hear from you. What's going on? The Ukrainian president in front of the UN General Assembly pleading for more assistance today. As that war rages on. So much to discuss, though, even closer to home. And uh, we hope that you'll bring up whatever's been bugging you today. Once again, our phone number 360-676-5464. Let's get rolling with our friend Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing well. I am really surprised that Ukraine still rages on. I figured early on it'd be a couple months and our sanctions are going to work and the world's going to come together and we're going to give them weapons and they're going to defeat the Russians. And here we are, what, a year and a half later? You thought that, because uh, I think most people you know, just expected that it would be a cakewalk for Russia. Well, I figured it would have lasted maybe two months, but either way, it, why is it still going? It shouldn't be going, and this is a joke, and it's a human tragedy. And well, I don't our know that... sending money over there doesn't seem to do any good. I don't know why we keep sending them money when they're not winning. We should either do nothing or we should go in there and, and get it over with in a couple of days' time, which we could do, but we won't. Neither will the United Nations. We're just content to let it go on. We'll give a little money to keep it going, and it. As time goes on, it just seems so corrupt and so – it's like we're being lied to or something. Okay. It doesn't add up. It just death, death, death. And You know, we complain about Iraq and Afghanistan. Well, how is this any different? This just keeps going, too. Death, 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 death. Well, it does, so, but I don't it's know. a country that's fighting for its independence, and uh, they're putting up a pretty – uh, a pretty staunch defense, uh, and we are aiding them, and our aid and that from uh, other Western countries has enabled them to make the uh, the stand there, take the stand that they have, and and continue to hold off superior forces in both uh, uh, armament and uh, and numbers. I, I I think what they're showing is pretty pretty amazing it was not really expected by most of the rest of the world but uh well, i mean how many people have died already i mean it's well, got to be it just horrific numbers sure yeah and it is ongoing unfortunately anyway uh, uh response to rick from last week talking about scientists and you know their wonderful degrees and they're super smart and everything when you go up and down front street and main street all throughout uh towns in this country you don't see a local scientist you have Plumbers, electricians, hardware stores, lawyers, doctors, all these things part of the economy, but not scientists. Scientists generally work for either universities or government entities, which are closely related, or large corporations like the oil industry or the pharmaceutical industry. So their opinions and their studies are going to reflect where their money comes from. They have one income source. If they work for the government, they're going to do studies that makes the government happy and the budget pencil pushers. They want to have something look a certain way, so they'll do studies to make it look that way. And this is the super old part of human nature that you you try to make your employer happy because you need money to keep everything going and keep your job. So 
This whole idea of scientific consensus with global warming isn't true. The ones who don't agree are shut up, not published, minimized, disappeared, censored off of things, discredited. And what we have left is the only people that we hear from, which is what you would call consensus over the climate change and existential, you know, the earth is, the people are going to be suffering on the earth because of climate change and doom and gloom and to the point where Kids well, are actually in fear of this. And once again, I guess I'd ask you though, what what motivation does the government have in promoting something that is just a bunch of BS and, and uh, forcing, that's a forcing the, the scientific Joe. community to to support this through fake research? What what is the motivation there? Why very, wouldn't uh, very so? That is the best question you could ever ask. Okay, do you that have the is, answer? I do. Oh. They want to control the people through fear, Joe. Oh. And fear allows government to take more action, do more taxes, and have more laws. Fear is a mechanism of control. Governments have done this all throughout history. You have a boogeyman. In the Middle Ages in Europe, the Catholic Church ruled everything, and they taught hellfire and brimstone. You don't give us money, Grandma goes to hell. So this is the new version of that. It's called climate fear. And little kids are so worried about this, they now have mental phobias. It's more widely talked about on Canadian radio. Once in a while, I listen to a Canadian station. They talk about this. Kids that are so depressed over the climate, and they have to go to counseling for it. And this is all of our making. This is so insane. And this allows the government to give more taxes. And people swallow the taxes because... I don't the government know. said, that, that we are going to fix the climate, so we will pay more tax. Having, having raised a couple of kids, uh, I, I I know my kids have been concerned about the climate. I mean, it's an issue that is is, is present in their, their minds and in their worries about the future, but it's hardly what they're, you know, losing sleep over or worrying about day to day. It's it's the That's stuff true. that Most you and I and, and every, everybody else worried about when they were kids and grade school and middle school and high school it's it's those those issues we're not they're not cowering in fear because the the planet it's is less warming. in america and i think in well, canada it's more I, in see, europe it's more too I more know. fear but i but you're not wrong in saying that uh that uh those that want to motivate people use fear and and uh and do Big have time. their boogeymen uh but it's not just those who are pushing climate issues and once again, the climate is it's pretty pretty much settled fear. science that the, the climate no, is, it's is not, changing. Joe. It's the science that you subscribe to and okay. you hear about. The other All side, right. you don't hear, and if you do hear it, you discredit we, it. But so, we do not consent. We do hear about it. We hear about it constantly. But and and where's the real money here? I mean, scientists. I mean, if they're going to make if they want to make a bundle of money, they should probably go and start working for the oil companies and and that side of this argument rather than the government they do. because that's where the money is. The the, the They do. Good. Except you don't hear about those guys. They don't make the news. Only well, the climate change people and end of days people are on the news. Okay. And the left news is two thirds to three quarters of all news in America, and the right news is you know the Epoch Times, a few radio shows. It's not widely it's not, seen or heard, and it's uh, scrubbed right. off of Twitter and other places, like they, like Elon Musk proved. It's somewhat censored, not 100%, but it is shadow ban, they call it, where they take down the likes to a smaller amount of number, and they don't allow All a certain right. amount of shares. It's not banning, but it's minimizing. Okay. So All right, Rich. Motivation. All right. Have a good day, Joe. Very good. You too. Let's, uh, real quick, let's go to uh, Craig in Alger. Hi, Craig. Hey, Joe. Uh, appreciate your show. Uh, really, really enjoy it. Thanks for joining us today. 
Yeah, and uh, I work at home, so I listen to the radio all day. Okay. And, uh, of course, the first person that comes on is you, Hewitt. Uh, you're familiar with him? Yeah, we used to broadcast him here on KGMI. We've switched over to uh, these other three guys, the the um, three guys we have, Fran, from 9 till noon. Uh, yeah, he's on from uh, uh, noon till 3, I believe. Uh-huh. We have Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins on. Oh, I love those guys. Oh, okay. oh God. <laughs> they're the best. They're from 9 to 12, and they're they're down to earth and just call it the way it is. Uh-huh. But, uh this you 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 a guy he's you know our country's divided and I think that he just and this is my own comment I think he divides our country even more and more and more in his radical uh, statements on the on the radio. Hugh but, Hewitt. Uh, yeah. Okay. He comes he comes on at uh, twelve and on till three. But you know who I really like is Dennis Crager. Okay. The guy's a Christian. And he's down to earth, and I think he puts things in a, a, a good perspective. And uh, I don't like you because I think he's dividing our country even further than than it is. Or are you thinking but, of uh, here on KGMI? Yes. Oh, um, are, uh, from noon till three, it's um, it's uh, Lars Larson. Oh, it's Lars Larson. I'm Lars sorry, Larson. I got That's the okay. name wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but I, I just don't agree. He's so far uh, to one side. I, I think it, that people don't really have a uh, really intelligent thing what's going on in the world. I think he helps divide our country, and I, I don't appreciate his show. Okay. But uh, I do like Dennis Krieger. I think he's a middle-of-the-road guy, and uh, I think you are, too. All right. But uh, getting back, uh, getting back, and, I, and this is a question. Of course, our uh, our deficit went up to $33 trillion today. Okay. And I don't quite understand. I guess we borrow... From people all over the world, correct? Our country, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, um, if we were to stop paying all these, because uh, I guess we pay millions of dollars in interest every month, right? Uh huh. So if if the United States stops stops paying, like people go through bankruptcy, what happens? Well, that's what you know. Whenever we have this, uh, this come to this. Uh, standoff over the uh, over the debt limit, you know, when uh, yeah. the the Congress debates whether or not to raise the amount of uh, debt that the country can take on, uh, then right. we, then we that's where we're faced with this question: is what would happen if we? Because basically, then we're not paying the bills that we've accrued. So everything that I've every every assessment of that situation that I've seen me show shows that would we would probably plunge and the world would probably plunge into a deep recession at the very least and uh, and our dollar would lose uh, basically lose its value and to to a great degree yeah. uh, because people just wouldn't have any faith in our economy any longer or how we right. conduct ourselves if we don't pay our bills I mean, it's like the debt, you know, like a, a debtor or a, a lender, rather. And you, even if you declare bankruptcy, you run up in so many bills, you can't afford to pay them and you quit paying them or quit paying right. the bulk of them. Then the lender is going to say, well, we don't have any faith in you as, as a borrower. And frankly, you can't borrow any money. So then you're, but you know, even as a, as a citizen, uh, if you have too much debt, sometimes you can't get a loan, you know, like on a house mm-hmm. or something. So right. I just wonder yeah. what, what happens to our country. I mean, 
Well, thirty-three trillion dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, know? that that certainly is. Yeah, and I, and as I understand, once it gets to a certain critical mass, they think that it will have a, a detrimental effect on our economy. Yeah. At this point, it doesn't appear to, but it seems yeah, like we're I'm probably not, not, not too far off. Yeah. Right, I'm not a mathematician, but. That's a lot of money, and if you can't pay it, well, what happens to our country? I guess that okay. was my question. All right, Craig. That's it. Yeah. it's. Um, I, I maybe, think, maybe somebody else can sound off that knows, knows a little more about mathematicians, but uh, it just seems also, uh, astronomical to me. I don't know, Joe. All right. Well, Craig, I appreciate your call. And I guess I have you to bet. say, too, it doesn't seem like it doesn't matter which party's in power. Uh it doesn't right. know what action is taken on uh, on dealing with it. Really. And I don't think it makes any difference either. I think it's a there's a lot of factors involved. Remember, you're a Democrat, Republican, or whatever. It just there's a lot of other factors involved in the whole deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling, Craig. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll take a quick break and be back with more. We got other folks on the line. Get right to them and to you here on KGMI Connects 360-676-5464. Extra, extra, read all about it. If you're craving great-tasting food and local brews in an atmosphere that's making headline news, look no further than the Newsroom Pub. Lunch or dinner, it's always a top story when you visit the Newsroom Pub. Their locally sourced menu will delight with offerings of Dutch delicacies, uniquely battered fish and chips, salads, hot-pressed sandwiches, and many other pub favorites. Plus, always making the front page are their incredibly delicious smash burgers, a must-try. The Newsroom's drinks are local as well, featuring craft beers, wines, and ciders. Also, the bar offers a variety of house cocktails and custom-made hard drinks. The pub's interior was designed and built to preserve much of the historic charm of the old Linden Tribune. Dine in or out in the covered patio. Finish off your meal with an official red raspberry sundae or some ice cream from their Daily Scoop ice cream shop. It's a headline trifecta with good brews, good food, and good news always at the Newsroom Pub. Visit them today in beautiful downtown Linden next to the mural or online at thenewsroompub.com. If you are looking for individual health insurance or health and party drug plans to go with your Medicare, give us a call. Hi, this is Marcia Neal from Vibrant USA. Finding information on the insurance plans available to you and your family can be confusing and frustrating. The knowledgeable, friendly agents at Vibrant USA are here to help you sort through the chaos. There is never a charge for our services, so call now at 866-733-5111. This is Steve Jostens from Hinton, Chevrolet, and Linden. Fall's definitely here. School is now in session, and it's the perfect time to schedule that overdue service while you enjoy the free massage chair here at the dealership. We are dedicated to great customer service, no matter where the other guy set the bar. Hinton, Chevrolet, doing business with a tradition of trust since 1947. Located on the guide in Linden, across from McDonald's, or online at HintonMotors.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us here on KGMI Connects. Let's go to Mark on North Delta. Hi, Mark. Hi, Joe. Uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller to the show. Well, good to have you. Thanks. Thanks. Always enjoy it. I heard your, I believe he's your first guest today, Rich. Um, I like one of your previous guest that had commented and Rich and John, I could listen to these two guys all day. Okay. Um, <laughs> they are pretty I, I agree yeah. with <laughs> I agree with Rich. I'm up here in BC. Probably the very similar 
to the situation going on down your neck of the woods. You know, too many people, too many cars, pollution, doom and gloom, climate or climate crisis, crumbling roads. But you, you have to look for the good. I mean, kids now, I don't think will have it as good as us. I'm the youngest of the boomers. You know, electric cars, and it's just people don't. Youth don't want to work. The rent's too high. They can't afford houses. But you just have to somehow look for any good. And if you don't, it'll do you in. Like um, maybe just watch the news once a day, you know, just get out in nature, find a hobby, because it's just all-consuming, you know, nothing but, like I say, doom and gloom. And um, It is. That's true. You just have to have a positive outlook, you know. Yeah, and I I think it's important what you know that you have an important message is that you know we want to keep up with what's happening in the world. I think that's important, but at the same time not let it overwhelm you because I mean on on a day-to-day basis, I get up in the morning, I take the dog for a walk, I have breakfast, I take my daughter to school, I come to work, I do my job, I go home, I you know, have some time to relax in the evening and take the dog for a walk again. And, you know, and my world's not collapsing around me. I mean, there are things I wish were going better on a, on a day-to-day basis, but by and large, and I'm not trying to pretend that everything's rosy, but um, I mean, all this stuff that's happening around us and in, in other parts of the world, it, it's not, it you know it it's not directly affecting us on a day to day basis and uh, I, I mean be concerned about it understand what's happening out there but don't let it uh, don't let it wreck your time on this planet you know and in the, in no this... I yeah I think it's a phase it's throughout the world it's craziness and it's a phase I think things will get back to normal things will normalize. Um, one other thing, I can't think of the author's name, and I believe he's a Canadian guy. Um, you could listeners could probably look him up, and I'm going to try to get his book. Uh-huh. He said, you know, don't have to be positive; just be less negative. There you go. Start start <laughs> from there. Okay. And um, if I figure out the guy's name, I'll, I'll call back in. And um, sounds good. <laughs> I okay. like that, though. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Thanks, Mark. Oh, great. Take it easy. Bye bye. Appreciate it. Thanks for calling. Let's go to Jack and Everett. Hi, Jack. Hey, good afternoon. In the words of Greta Thornburg, how dare you? Okay. <laughs> poo poo climate change. Say it's not affecting your everyday life. It's killing us all. Now, in, uh, in, in, in an answer to Rich's question, or your question to Rich, about who benefits from the fear mongering and all that other stuff, uh-huh. it's uh, they destroyed the George Guidestone, I don't know, about a year and a half ago. But all of the elites, the Bill Gates, the Ted Turners, and those kind of things that had got together and said, hey, our Ten Commandments, the first commandment is the Earth's population is 500 million or less. And so if they keep preaching the fair, then it'll be easier to take care of, uh, it'll be easier to implement the China policy of one child good to uh, the Western nations. And, Eventually, we'll have a negative population growth. Okay, uh, I I guess I haven't heard that particular, but I, is that a secret? Uh, like no, it's a, not a, a secret. A, it used to be out in the open. 
Okay. It, well, used to, it used to be you could actually go to this place outside of Atlanta and look at the guidestones, and on the guidestones were the Ten Commandments, and it was straight up population, world population, 500 million or less. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know about 500 and, million. That seems like pretty sparse. I don't know when the well, last time the world was populated by just 500 million people. But, I mean, you have to admit, though, now we're billions into it. And if we if the human population just continues to grow exponentially, there's going to come a point where the world is completely overwhelmed with human beings and, uh, and, to, 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 and to, to the detriment need, of, of the human race. I mean, that's just that, going to that, happen. Um, so That's why we need open borders and drugs and wars and all this other stuff to keep the population under control. No, I, not, I, I don't know about that, but uh, okay, all right. Uh, I, 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 think, I, think, you know, I think birth control probably and, uh, and sensible planning, uh, family planning maybe is a, is a start in that direction. But all right, thanks, Jack. <laughs> but uh, I don't think that wars and famine and, and pestilence are the way we want to control our, our world population. And I don't think that's what Bill Gates envisions, but... Uh, all right, well, we'll leave that at that. And let's go to Jim in Bellingham. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you today? Doing all right. Doing all right. You heard the last segment of Dennis Prager's show, I take it. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I had another comment, but I think I'll go on with this. Okay. Uh, yeah, he, um, you know, for one thing, I'll add just parenthetically here or uh, as a preface, but the, the Canadian caller just a little while ago was talking about how we need to be more positive, of course, you know. But Dennis Prager, the, the guy from Canada, had, what, uh, two minutes to get his point of view across? And Dennis Prager has three hours to a national audience in which he's constantly, constantly, constantly saying that the left is, is terrible. It's the problem, it's, it's, it's the worst thing ever, people on the left, and they're to blame for everything. So he gets that much of time to be negative. So what he did say was um, that uh, during the Great Depression, he quoted that people's the death rate or whatever, people were living longer, they were more healthy, they uh-huh. were better off. Yeah. And so then he also said recessions are better for the health of people. And so why do the rich like to be rich? And why does Dennis Prager not go live with the homeless if it's so good for you? I guess I had that thought. You know, I mean, like, well, then if uh, I guess then if you think that uh, Joe Biden is really terrible for the economy, vote for Joe Biden because you'll be healthier. I mean, I mean, I mean, facetious here. But I mean, I I heard that last segment and I didn't I I was kind of scratching my head as to where he was going with that. But uh yeah, I, my well, thought also was maybe it was because so many people were out of work uh, that they were they weren't uh, you know forced to spend hours on end in uh, toxic workplaces and were out in the you know fresh air doing WPA jobs and uh, you know yes. uh, <laughs> building infrastructure and that sort of thing. I I I don't know, but uh, anyway, for folks that don't know what we're talking about, Dennis Prager did uh, talked about this study that uh, looked at uh, mortality rates during the the great de- the early years of the great depression in the 1930s and found that uh, apparently that uh, mortality uh, went down during that time that uh, life expectancy actually went up for Americans during the early part of the great depression yes, Michael seems- Prenti, uh, he he often knew Barbara Bush who the late Barbara Bush 
Yeah. Uh, you know, he said that, uh, not to make fun of her, but this is what she said, is that, yeah, we like our money that they had. They, she was quite proud of it. And uh, Michael Freddy also says that recessions are good for the wealthy. We wouldn't have so many if they weren't. And he says they tame labor. You know, they make you hungry so that you're really desperate for that job to be exploited. And so you will work harder and harder for less and less if, if you're that hungry and then and you don't have uh, the proper uh, political balance to it. So okay. right. anyway, thanks for letting me on, Joe. Have you you bet, a good Jim. day. All right, you too. We'll take a quick break. We'll hear from Tim. We'll hear from Don and you here on KGMI Connects. Whatever's on your mind, 360-676-5464 is our phone number. GMC, I've done a great job with the new trucks. I'm blown away. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Northwest Chevrolet Buick GMC Cadillac. I love trucks. I really love trucks. Matter of fact, if you ever see me driving something around town, it's going to be a truck. But what they've done with a new model is absolutely amazing. Yes. I thought that GMC had really good competition with the other brands. But what they have rolled out this year and what they're coming with is absolutely untouchable. Great quality, super cool technology. How they look, how they drive, is can't compare with nothing in the market right now. Not because I sell it, because I, I'm a big fan of other makes and models. It's just because it's true. I've driven them, and I'm absolutely in awe. GMC. We are professional grade. Northwest Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Cadillac. KGMI and a grand in your hand gives you a chance to win $1,000 every weekday. But what if you don't? Well, playing a grand in your hand presented by Neater House of Luxury automatically qualifies you for a second chance drawing, a luxurious weekend getaway at Lopez Islander Resort, and blackout golf for 10 at Bali. A grand in your hand brought to you by Neater House of Luxury at Squalicum Harbor in Bellingham, inviting you to an exclusive Gabriel and Company New York trunk show happening September 29th and 30th. Hello folks, are you ready to get your estate planning affairs in order but you don't know where to start? Would you like to hear about the difference between wills and trusts? Do you want to learn how to avoid probate? Do you have questions about Social Security and Medicare? Is it important to you to make life as easy as possible on your spouse and loved ones if something should happen to you? This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham. Join me right here on KGMI every Saturday at 1 p.m. for the Aging Hour and let me show you how to set your family up for success in your retirement. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Harness the power of the sun, reduce your carbon footprint, and save on your energy bills. You can now go solar with West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us here on this Monday afternoon. Let's go to Tim and Everson. Hi, Tim. Tim, are you there? Maybe we lost Tim. Come back to Tim. Let's go to uh, Don over in Port Angeles. Hi, Don. Hi, Joe. Uh you were absolutely on the money, I think, when you mentioned the WPA and Civilian Conservation Corps in the first year. Okay. But uh, I uh, wanted to compliment Rich. He's 100% right. Uh, this 
global warming thing is making the kids crazy, and there's a another part of it that uh, needs to be exposed because what we're doing because of global warming. And look at the uh, look at it from a distance as if it were a classic con job. You're supposed to be focused on what's up there in the atmosphere and constantly worrying about what we're doing. And the real problem is in your home, in your kid's school, because in the 1970s, the same time they invented global warming, they decided that we needed to make tighter buildings. And also at the same time, they instituted a peer review to stifle the truth. And for 40 years, we've had these problems and all these new uh, ailments and ailments that weren't a problem before were coming, were coming out of the woodwork, so much so that the people cried for help and they got the Obamacare shafting. And look at look what's happened to medical expenses. And in the schools, they kids get, the average school kids get less than half the fresh share of the need for good health and mental health. Yeah. And uh, the first symptoms are anxiety and paranoia, and feel like the world is pressing in upon you. And put that in the context of being told that we're destroying the earth and you shouldn't have kids. And uh, People are responsible. Well, what chemical could you force on people that would make them suspect that there's too many people? And the answer is what we exhale, carbon dioxide. And, you know, I don't know what to do other than say, you know, this has been stealth genocide. It's been going on for 40-some years. We've got people killing each other. We've got people killing themselves with drugs because of the symptoms that they're trying to treat, the carbon dioxide symptoms they're trying to treat with drugs. And, uh, you know, just get out of the house, get some fresh air. It's homeless. You know, look at it. Uh, uh, a simple excuse or reason is you know, the air is bad in my home. I'll go live on the street. But, uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to say, Joe. It's, all right, Don. Uh, it's, 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 it's a shame, and it's evil. All right, well, thanks for your call, and I, I guess I won't uh, be an I, – I am an advocate for getting out and getting fresh air. I, I think that's good. I don't know that um, uh, more efficient buildings and, you know, and that that's leading to um, this, you know, angst and – in many cases, depression and other problems that uh, our young people are experiencing. But uh, that's uh, I'll, I'll accept that as your thought and your opinion. Let's go to Tim in Everson. Hi, Tim. Yeah, I'm here. You got me now? I got you now. You bet. Okay. Uh, and first of all, I wanted to agree with one of your previous callers. Uh, I tuned out on Lars Larson months ago. Uh, he is extraordinarily divisive. And you know I lean right, but he is just too far right for me. Okay. Uh, so he, if he's still listening, there are, and I hate to say this, Joe, but there are other radio stations out there, and uh, maybe he wants to go to 980. 
and listen to that for a couple hours. But anyway, the reason I called is I went down and I got my friend situated with the food benefits. Okay. And I think the big entanglement there is they had really relaxed the the qualifications or whatever you want to call it to get uh, food benefits while COVID was going on. Mm-hmm. And now they're tightening them back up. Uh-huh. And the people, I guess, I mean, it was, and some, we got yeah. there, we got there at eight and there was a, we got there before eight and there was a line out the door uh-huh. and it only took us a half an hour to get in, which I thought to talk to somebody, actually sit down and talk to somebody. And then it was an hour long process, which I kind of understand, but that's that. But the reason I called is on our way back. And I will freely admit that I don't spend hardly any time in Bellingham proper. Uh, and do you know where that office is? Um, not which which office are you talking about? The Department of Health and Human Services or Health and I Social Services. I know where it's, the Social Security office is, and I know where the IRS office is, but that one I'm not familiar it's, with. Uh, it's it's north of Bell's Fair Mall. Oh, okay. By about a block, there's a People's Bank there, and and there's a church there. Okay. And uh, so it's not really deep into Bellingham. Okay. But on the <laughs> way back, I saw three people that were walking around pretty much in a zombie-like state. Two of them half-clothed. One of them with the sleeping bag around his shoulders, uh, walking right down the middle. It's a turn lane, uh-huh. kind of by Wendy's, uh, around him. And and I don't know if that's typical or if that's if I go further downtown, if if that's more likely what I'm going to see. But to me, it was very sad. It was very disheartening. Uh, is that is that like is that like normal in Bellingham? Um, I don't recall the last time I saw someone walking in a zombie-like state down the middle of the Guide Meridian, but uh, every once in a while you'll encounter someone who's in a pretty sad state. I don't every time I go out by any means. Um, I even ride my bike quite often downtown. I ride past the, the, um, base camp and, um, I, I see people in different states of, um, but by and large, just, you know, I see people hanging out, but I don't see people in distress or in, uh, uh, you know, an odd, odd situation. Um, so I think it just depends where you where you are. I not, I, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm no. Just it's a asking, common thing I, that every time I go out, I see someone walking around like they're a zombie. Uh, yeah, but, I'm uh, just but, asking. Okay. Um, so because I haven't been, I if it happens, I mean, whenever I it can, happens, it's a it's a tragedy. It's it's sad for certain. Is this like a new normal or something? I don't I don't get it. Well, uh, I just don't get it. There are people in crisis in our community. That's for certain. That can't be denied. So, okay. All right, Tim. Well, it was sad. Well, thanks it was for really sad to me. Thanks for helping your your friend there and getting the help that they need. And and uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Thanks, Tim. Uh, we'll take a quick break. Be back with more. 360-676-5464, phone number, whatever's on your mind. We want to hear from you here on KGMI Connects. You need a job? Go to HireMeWad.com. HireMeWad.com is Cascade Radio Group's hyper-local job board. It's free and easy to use. Just go to HireMeWad.com for the latest job openings and offers. You can apply right there. HireMeWad.com is available 24 hours a day. Check back often. New jobs are posted frequently. Don't see what you want? Post your resume and let prospective employers find you. HireMeWad.com. The go-to job board for Northwest Washington. HireMeWA.com. Your new job awaits. Bullying. It's a real problem. Studies show nationwide over 20% of students experience bullying on a daily basis at school or on social media. Don't be a bystander. Become an upstander, someone who takes action. It only takes one person to make a big difference. When bystanders become upstanders, it not only helps the targets of bullying, it also shows other bystanders how to take action to prevent or address bullying. A great place to start is the website stopbullying.gov, where you can learn how to recognize bullying and how to stop it. Join Cascade Radio Group and Dewey Griffin Subaru in the fight against bullying. Become an upstander. Take action to prevent bullying. Thinking about a new Subaru? Stop by Dewey Griffin Subaru and check out the new 2024s from the Ascent to the Outback, from the Forester to the Impreza, and the all-new Crosstrek. A Subaru from Dewey will get you and your family where you need to go safely. Dewey Griffin Subaru. Community-minded, community-driven, and a Subaru-certified tire and service center. If you are looking for individual health insurance or health and Part D drug plans to go with your Medicare, give us a call. Hi, this is Marcia Neal from Vibrate USA. Finding information on the insurance plans available to you and your family can be confusing and frustrating. The knowledgeable, friendly agents at Vibrant USA are here to help you sort through the chaos. There is never a charge for our services, so call now at 866-733-5111. Bellingham's Climate Action Week is coming September 22nd through the 30th. Celebrate a week of fun events for all ages. Join guided walks, test electric bikes, view performances and film showings. Check out tide pools, ride the bus for a good cause and learn about solar, salmon, wildfires and even green buildings. End your week with a celebratory festival at Bellingham's Downtown Waterfront and Colshan Trackside Saturday, September 30th. For a full list of events, visit cob.org forward slash climate action week. Brought to you by the City of Bellingham. Staying connected with your community each Saturday at noon with KGMI's Community Connection as local business leaders share their expert advice. Sponsored by Vibrant USA, Pacific Security, Lighthouse Mission Ministries, Feller Heating and Air Conditioning, and Columbia Fire. Community Connection, Saturdays at noon on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Tuesday afternoon, and uh, we hope to hear from you. Whatever's on your mind, we put you on the air and voice your concerns, your thoughts. And we had talked about this in the past, uh, a Tri-Cities legislator. This is from the uh, Tri-City Herald, published... Uh, republished by the Seattle Times. Tri-Cities legislator proposing relief for Washington drivers paying high prices for gas. Representative uh, Representative April Connors, a Republican from Kennewick, 
says she'll introduce a bill uh, in the next session that would give registered vehicle owners $100 to $200 each or $200 per family. Uh, She calls it the Carbon Auction Relief Payment Program, uh, which she says would uh, give some relief uh, uh, for excess revenue collected under Washington State's new carbon allowance auctions and give that back directly to Washington drivers. Which, I mean, I think... I think some relief to uh, to Washington residents would make sense, but I think it would probably be better rather than just giving people money, which then the idea, I guess, maybe that they'll turn around and spend it on more gas, maybe. And I don't know, you give them 100 bucks for, and it doesn't go too far, depending on what kind of vehicle you drive. Might Depending, it might not even fill up your gas tank once. But, um, uh I mean, the idea, I think, behind this, and, I, and I've said it before, I think uh, that uh, our legislators who passed this and our, our governor weren't completely upfront. I think their motivation was to increase the price of gas and thereby get consumers, we consumers, to use less of it. And whether you think that's a noble or ignoble motive, uh, I, I think that's probably what the 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 ultimate goal was as to you you know less use of fossil fuels uh but now to pay people back in one way shape or form i think it would make sense to make some of this money or a good chunk of the money that's collected through these auctions that they the money that's charged to these polluters including uh, gasoline and fuel providers it would be to have a fund that people could tap into, anybody could tap into to help them buy solar panels or um, to make their homes more efficient. Yes, Don in Port Angeles to get uh, better ceiling windows or windows that might keep your home sealed up better so you're not, uh, you know, the heat's not leaking out in the wintertime and the cool air is not leaking out in the summertime when you're air conditioning your home, that sort of thing, to make your home more efficient and uh, and sealed off from the weather better. Um, that that seems like it would be a better program than uh, because now it's they say okay it's going to these it's going to these um, these funds that will help us uh, combat climate change as a state, but it's not very it, it's not very transparent. It seems to me I couldn't tell you where the money's going and what it's being used for. Um, and maybe it's going to a great cause, may a great, uh, you know, giving some people some great uh, assistance with their homes. If it's, uh, you know, low-income state residents who are really struggling to make any kind of improvements. But um, I couldn't tell you where the money's going. So uh, it's not that I think it's bad that we're necessarily bad that we're paying more for gas. Uh, if it's making us use less of it. Uh, I know that makes me uh, a liberal who wants to control everyone and, and doesn't have any regard for people's welfare because they're struggling to pay for gas. But And I'm being kind of facetious there. But uh, what are your thoughts? 360-676-5464. friend Jim over on San Juan Island joins us. Hey, Jim. Hey, good afternoon, Joe. Yeah, good to have you. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, I just some, sometimes things subject matter just kind of gives me thoughts, and I think you were being very generous by uh, talking about the motives that Inslee and the gang had to uh, to sell us the uh, gas tax. 
as far as them being disingenuous. It's it's something. It's a pattern I notice, uh, primarily from the left, that the end justifies the means. And so what that does is as that creates a pattern to where, you know, the opposing side is generally always expecting to be lied to. And so you have to you can never really have a relationship. What kind of relationship would you have, say, in a marriage if one partner uh to get what they wanted and, and they think to get what they want they're right, you know, they're they're in the right. It's a, it's better for the couple together for them to get what they want. Uh-huh. But if they, but if they lie to get what they want, uh, what's going to happen to that relationship? And that's why we are now the divided states of the, of America because one party in particular uh, thinks it's okay to lie. I mean, it's okay to call somebody a racist even though they're not. It's okay to call them a hater even though they know they're not a hater. And and then this gas tax, you know, this that's right in our face. So uh, I, I see that as a problem we can't overcome until we until we learn to stop lying to each other. Okay. Well, I guess, I, but if you look at it pragmatically, um, I, I yeah, because there were people, uh, Republicans by and large, who were saying, you know, well, this gas tax, when it was being debated, or this this carbon tax or fee, what have you is going to raise gas prices. And those who were supporting it, the governor and others, were saying, no, it'll be pennies. And that they, they likely knew that that wasn't going to be the case. They probably had their fingers crossed behind their backs while they were saying it. Uh, but uh, for them to be, uh, and I'm not excusing it, but to, you know, be, you know, to, to keep their jobs, you know, they're going to not, they're not going to say, oh yeah, this is going to raise your gas and raise the price of the gas you buy 50 cents a gallon. Um, because people would generally say, well, then we're not going to, we're not, you know, we're not, and you support that. We're not going to vote you back into office. Uh, so they, they, you know, played that game, but it's not the only time that a political game is played by any means. And it's not the only party that does it. No, it's not. But I see, I see it lean in one way. Just like there's more millionaire uh, Democrat senators and congressmen than there are millionaire Democrat or Republicans. I mean, there's there are? there's a tilt. There's really? A tilt that, yes. Oh, yeah. It's documented. Oh, yep. okay. Well, well, look at our own president. How did he become a multimillionaire? I, I wonder how. Uh, I don't know that. I don't know. Is Joe Biden a multimillionaire? I don't yes, know. he is. Okay. I th- I th- well, I think he is. Somebody else can call in who knows better. But but anyway, I, I see just this universe. I mean, trying to look at it from a thousand feet up if possible. And, you know, honesty has always been important to me, maybe because it wasn't important to my family. But, uh, well, let me ask you I this. I mean, out. we've been told for decades uh, by, by primarily by Republicans that, um, you know, if we cut taxes on the rich, this started under Ronald Reagan— it's the trickle-down economics. It's going to boost our economy. It'll lift all boats. So if we cut taxes for the wealthy, if we cut those uh, those tax rates for the wealthiest Americans, it's going to raise everybody's boat. Everybody's going to be be uh, flush and happy uh, because we're cutting taxes for a specific group of people. When that's never borne out. It's never. It's never been the case and and the other side of that where you know we cut taxes it's going to increase economic activity it's going to increase revenues that's never played out either but it's the well, same that's be, that same right. that same line is trotted out time and again whenever yeah, tax but cuts they are. Might, they might actually believe it though joe 
you know, they they might actually believe if everything. Well, get, then, then, the then well, then give that. Italy the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he actually believed the gas oh, prices no, wouldn't go up. You know, oh. he, you know he lied to <laughs> okay. us. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. All right, Jim. Well, thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Thank All you, right. Joe. Have a good one. Have a good day. Let's go to Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I'd like to comment on the carbon gas tax. Okay. I, uh, you know, I, as far as a fix goes, I don't know. I, I don't know about your idea. Bruce, you're breaking up a little bit. You got you went you went all muffled and then you broke up. We'll take a quick break and see if we can get Bruce back here in just a second on KGMI Connects. Every year we see. When people are turning on their heating equipment for the first time, there's some surprises that happen. One really, really bad first day in November last year, I want to say it was about 400 phone calls in a day. It's really painful for us to have 400 phone calls in a day because I look at it like I'm not able to serve all those customers. I really want to have everybody under my umbrella. I just know that our team is going to take care of them better than anybody. The best offense to this is a really good defense and identify some problems early. We want people to just start thinking about it to where people are being proactive with starting their equipment before we get to the day where you really, really need it. Find a pre-winter checklist at MarsHeating.com. Easy, do-it-yourself suggestions that'll pay big dividends this season at MarsHeating.com. The Seahawks are back at home on September 24th against number one overall draft pick Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers. We're sending one lucky listener to Lumen Field with a pair of tickets thanks to our Seahawks vs. Panthers sweepstakes. To register, visit this station's website, click the contest tab, and fill out a registration form. You can't win if you don't play, so sign up now and you could score a pair of tickets to the Hawks vs. Panthers game on September 24th. Visit this station's website for more info. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Good to have you with us. We got just a minute or two left here. See if we can get Lou on hold. Let's go to Lou in Linden. Hi, Lou. Howdy. Yeah, Joe, I just wanted to let your listeners know that they can go online and check the salary of the uh, Governor, Governor Inslee, and the other officials of the state. Mm-hmm. And you'll see that Governor Inslee gave himself this year a $7,000 raise, and next year he's scheduled for a $6,000 raise. So he doesn't have to worry about rising gas prices, inflation, and uh, that's what happens when you have one party ruling your state, as we have in California, Oregon, and Washington. They just vote themselves raises, and they don't have to worry about inflation. Okay. All right. Uh, and, and I hear what you're saying, uh, though I don't the, – the, Inslee doesn't say, give me more money, and he instantly gets a raise. And uh, there's a commission, I believe, that recommends uh, whether uh, – what the pay rates should be for legislators and other elected officials. So I and, – and I guess it would have to take – uh, action by the state legislature to make those happen. But uh, Inslee can't just say, I want a raise, so I'm going to give myself a raise. Do you get what I'm saying? Any any state can do that uh, when the elected officials only have one party they're dealing with. And that's the case here. We haven't had a Republican governor since 
Governor Spellman in 1984. And we know for a fact now that King County rigs elections with vote fraud and illegal, unqualified ballots. And that's how Dino Rossi, a great guy, a, a part uh, Inuit Indian, and uh, he would have been a great governor, but he was denied the governorship by the corrupt cabal in King County, Seattle. Okay. All right. The corrupt cabal. All right. Thanks, Lou. And um, yeah, that, that, that election will, will linger for quite some time. I understand that. Uh, well, thanks to everybody who took part in our program today. As always, uh, really interesting discussion for sure on a lot of different topics, and that's what our show is all about. So we'll be back tomorrow, 4 o'clock. Actually, uh, Bill Davis will be filling in for me taking a personal day, and uh, I'll be back on Thursday. But Bill Davis will be here tomorrow here on KG Mike and X. Hi, I'm Tom Borthwick, the Diamond King. Hear ye, hear ye. I want all my town folk in Ferndale to have love. Love is a powerful thing. God designed two people to love and show appreciation to each other by giving gifts. Love is shown in many ways. Have you shown your love lately? Diamonds show mad, crazy, passionate love. Diamonds say, I am loved. Diamonds say, I love you. Shop at Borthwick Jewelry and have love in your life. Exit 262, Ferndale. Get informed and inspired with Saturday Morning Live on KGMI. Join a group of knowledgeable hosts as they present a variety of guests and viewpoints on issues important to our area and to you and your family. Sponsored by Asset Advisors, LLC and Linden Sheet Metal each Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. This is News Talk 96.5 and AM 790, KGMI Bellingham. KISM HD2 Bellingham from the West Mechanical Studio.